are recording. We're recording. Okay. Okay. Hey, folks. Hey, folks. Hello. Welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. Yes. I I am Biscuits. The other gentleman is... I am Gravy. That's right. We are recording, just in case you, you know... We are, so I've heard. I've heard that a couple times now. But four or five times. Get off of that Asperger's, boy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (coughs) So, um... Happy belated Merry Holiday Christmas, whatever you want, Hanukkah, Chanukkah, um, we whatever. do Christmas, yeah, we do Christmas, we do. We, Hanukkah's still going on. We got a couple days left. Yeah, yeah. See, I I was always afraid for my Jewish friends that celebrated Hanukkah because <laughs> I remember my buddy Simon when we were kids. He asked for a bicycle. So he got a bicycle and eight parts. <laughs> and I told him, do whatever you do. Don't ask for a puppy. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, my God. Holy like, Jesus. Gonna be oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, I don't even, what, what did you say it was? Friday? It's Friday. It, it's Friday, folks. That's all I know. And it's sometime after Christmas. And it isn't yet a, a New Year's That's Eve. Right. So That's I, right. It's two I, days after Christmas. Two days after that, New Year's all, Eve is next Tuesday. Yeah, that that's all I got. So, um, twenty sixth? No, no, no. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. A for effort, but you failed miserably. Way to go! <laughs> Jesus. Thanks. So was uh, was Santa Claus or the um, Jewish equivalent good to you? You know, actually, I wasn't even uh, on the island for Christmas. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. You were uh, doing a search, right? Yeah. Ah. I, I went to the big bo- or the big island to help out with a search there, and uh, it um. They find them? No, no. It's it, fucking depressing, isn't it, man? It. I I don't know how to really. The fuck is that? Bim bim. Huh? You don't hear that? Oh, that. That was my uh, uh, phone. All right, just making sure it wasn't me having audio, audio auditory hallucinations again. No, my my boss was. Uh, Keep thinking my video game's about to begin. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, lady. Uh, not fa- lady. Was it a lady? Was was what? Was it the missing person a lady? Uh, no, it, this one was oh. a uh, um little boy six-year-old little boy autism oh man that sucks that sucks well now that we're all thoroughly fucking depressed yeah let's yeah. uh press on and have an enjoyable evening way to go there yeah. biscuits. <laughs> hey set I... that to- set that tone like a champ buddy oh my god Want to talk about how my dad had to put his dog down now? I think that'll that almost match the energy. Jesus Christ! Oh, oh my God! And I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's not a two it's after not his a, birthday. Uh, you've already got me taking his name in vain. Two after his birthday, I'm already fucking up. What? I said, keep saying Jesus Christ, and it's like two days after his birthday. That's Dude's not already, his birthday. His it is birthday according was- to. Uh, to weird Christians who think that, the Earth is six thousand years old. Yeah, no, 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 no. They don't think it's six thousand years old. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. 
Weirdos. The Jews. Anyway. The Jews do. Whatever. Weirdos. And it wasn't Jesus that was born in, in then. It was some other guy named Tammuz. Tammuz? That sounds like a mixer you you put in vodka to get a like some kind of weird martini. Tammuz. Isn't that what you said, Tammuz? Tammuz? Tammuz. 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 Tamaz. Tamas. Hamas. Tamale? What was his name? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's fucking, that's fucking awful. But, dude, okay, so I'll, since you're not going to delve into or you didn't, you weren't home for Christmas, let me tell you, I made out like a bandit. <clears throat> I got okay. an air I got an air fryer, which I love, an assortment of hot sauces, a couple new Pennywise toys, some new T-shirts and whatnot, you know. Men get clothing at Christmas. Thank goodness for that. You know, we love our clothing at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, made out fairly well. Wife gave me a uh, at-home gym set, which is nice. Has a pull-up bar and dip bar and a, a bench to do uh, to do weight work. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Little at-home little thing is always good. I prefer yeah. that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'd rather go in my garage and work out than drive somewhere and do it. I got a. I've been yeah. slowly getting mine. I'm, I have weights that are probably about thirty years old. I'm sure. I think some of them are, maybe even older. Okay, they still work, right? They're still the same weight. Oh yeah, I mean, you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> they don't look like what you know people sell down nowadays. But you know, then again, we are two old men in our forties. Yep, yep, definitely yep. getting up there. Yeah, over the hill. Over the damn man, and let me tell you, okay. So me and my wife have been doing a thing now. Every night when she gets home from work, we do squats and we do ab work. Every night when she gets home from work, I can already tell a difference it's making in her. I honestly can. Like she's she's done well with her food too. Like she's doing great. Like I can honestly see a difference. Then there's my chunky ass. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you what happened to me last night. It's about nine thirty. I'm watching it chapter two. I think, huh, pork chops would be good. So I make pork chops. So I eat those. I'm like, damn, but some chips. Yeah, chips. So let me get some chips and salsa. Yeah, those were good too. Oh, there's an apple pie in there. I need a slice of that. So I had a slice of that. I'm not done, dude. Oh, we got donuts. Let me have a donut. Okay, let me have two donuts. Then my fat ass is finally done and I decide to go to bed. Wow. This is why I'm not losing weight. It's because that late night eating bug, when I get bored, either I chain smoke or I eat. I got to find something that fills that void. But I don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to find something, though, that fills that void. But it always happens late night, like when I just when I get bored. My dad was like, well, just drink water. Turn water into your addiction. Dude, I piss enough as it is. Well, I mean, that... It's what I tell my boy when he's hungry. He's like, Daddy, I'm hungry. Drink some water. But I'm yeah, hungry. Usually, uh, drink some yeah, water. Usually you're more thirsty than hungry, so usually if you drink some water, it exactly. quenches that. Yeah. yeah. And you're probably right. That's probably what I need to do is just I, I've been drinking coffee and, and whatnot. Usually I try to have at least uh, one liter throughout the day, but I probably am parched. You're probably right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully I can use this to get my big ass in shape. You know, I want to look good by the wedding in March. 
But you gave me homework, didn't you? You gave me homework. You told me I had to do something. What did, did you tell I? me I had to do? You did. I have absolutely no clue, to be honest. It was about watching a movie. Oh, it was? It was. Which one? What did you text me and tell me I had to watch because we were just going to discuss it on the next podcast? Which what was mean? it? Oh, Joker. We never did have that podcast. That's why I figured we'd have it now. I watched it. Oh, oh, oh well, okay. I watched it. All right. Well, folks, let's give I, you I a have, little... Let, let, I let's, have thoughts. Okay, all right. Well, let's... Uh, Okay, how about this? Folks, uh, warning, this is spoiler alert for the movie Joker. Okay? Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert for the movie Joker. Let's yeah. hit it. Tell me what you got. All right, man. So first of all, like the way I watched it, I took it out of the context of comic book movies. Like I actually saw this as more of like a whole standalone film by itself. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I looked at it. Like it doesn't fit the superhero, super villain archetype of a movie. It just doesn't. It's intensely sad. Oh, it is. I love it. I he they make the Joker such a sympathetic character in this. Like, you know, okay. Spoiler alert number one: his laughter is actually a medical condition, and I believe it's one that actually exists. People mm-hmm. who like will laugh in stressful situations and stuff. He just does it a little easier. Yeah. Um. That would that I thought was a good explanation for that. The fact that he worked as a clown, you know, trying to make people laugh and all that. But that opening scene where he's doing his makeup and he pulls his cheeks up and that damn tear runs down. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is already depressing as hell. And I had, uh, <clears throat> I had tried to watch it the night before, so I caught the first 20 minutes. But then I fell asleep because I'd started watching it late. But I woke up and caught the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I missed the whole middle part, and I was talking to my brother-in-law the next day because my wife's car had messed up, and he came down. And I said, yeah, man, I saw the first 20 and the last 20. He goes, that's all you need to see. He goes, the rest is such depressing garbage. And so I went through and I watched. But there there is so much more you need to see in the middle. Like, I feel like that's where I need to rewatch again more closely. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 you have to watch it a couple times. There is so much, there yeah. is so much in that movie that connects to the uh, the the Batman movie with uh, where um, Val or what was his name? Fucking Christian Bale. Christian Bale and yeah. uh, the 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 guy that played the Joker then, who Keith Ledger. Yeah, there Keith there's Ledger. several things that that. Um, that you know Easter eggs, I guess you would say. I hate calling okay. Easter eggs. But so they they called this. I, I had seen this on. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. And, and there's also ones that go with the very first Batman with Michael Keaton. Yeah. So there's like, I mean, there's scenes on there. It's just like it's just a little bit modernized, but it's it's it really keys in to the you know to the Batman other previous Batman movies, and I like it. And I like it does, how but they it does do it the subtly. It doesn't make it. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It I doesn't like, make it bold face though. Yeah, but I, I do like the the I I appreciate how they did the whole sad thing. Like you just you feel for him Dude. up until up until the end when he just totally flips out. At that I'm, point, no. you're just like, okay. I'm gonna tell you his it. speech at the end there when he's talking to Murray Franklin, who's played by De Niro. Yeah, 
his speech at the end there, I can see now why people were like, oh, this is a call for all the fat, nerdy white guys to go up and shoot up places. Like, because even as I was watching it, I found myself nodding along because I did agree with a lot of what he's saying. You know, people are no longer civil. Yeah. People are no longer kind to each other. The only reason you give a shit about somebody is because the news tells you to give a shit about them. Most people, you'll watch Drop Dead in the Street and nobody will stop. And I was like, it, it so fit that late 70s, early 80s New York mentality. But it is so true now of almost everywhere, it feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah. People just don't give a crap about each other. They just don't, and that's that's more of the message I got from the movie than the fact that here is this you know complete psychopath who's off his meds, you know, and incites this kind of hysteria, this riot. Mm-hmm. You know, I. But it was like how really society let him down. Like there were so many places people could have been there for him and just weren't. Oh yeah, and it, and it started at home with his mother. You know, and that's how you see, like, he was like this perfect storm of nature and nurture, you know. You know, his mother already had mental issues, grew up in an abusive home. Like, he definitely had mental issues. That needed, that shit, he needed to talk that shit out professionally yeah. for a long time. But then him, him even with the doctor, man, and saying uh, he wanted his meds increased. Like, he thought he needed more help, and he was actively searching it. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, he's like, I'm off my meds, and I got to tell you, I feel I feel pretty good. I was like, oh, shit, that's never good. <laughs> like, I've heard people say that, but like, I'm off my meds, and I'm feeling great. And the first thought in your head is, oh, fuck, we're going to rock. We're going to wrestle. I mean, we're going to go at it later, I can tell, because you can see that wild look in their eye. You know, and it really was an indictment of how we treat mental health nowadays. It is. Oh, yeah. It's a scathing indictment. And I can see how that made people uncomfortable. I mean, if you, you look know, when to, he's if you look at a lot of uh, if you look at any profession, whether it be regarding uh, responders, such as you know your law enforcement, your firefighters, your EMS, you know, even even those in the uh, medical field or in the military, if you're anywhere in those fields where you're around bad things. And you're constantly just, you know, on edge or whatever. If you get help, if you seek at all, if you even try to, you can't really do it without them knowing. But if you, you know, when you do try to get some help, there's a stigma. You're on. You're already, they're already, you know, they're. I can't, I can't speak to the, to the. Uh, Leos or the firefighters or military. So I can't speak to that side of it. I can speak from the medical side. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, it's actually I, – I have met more people who will openly admit are in therapy as nurses because it can only make you better because I can – dude, I've become so jaded. This was on fucking Christmas Day, dude. We were sitting there talking about uh, stuff and I was like, oh, man, you remember the shooting in Smithfield when the, they shot up the Walmart? And her, one of our uncles was like, yeah, I said, we had three people come in from gunshot wounds from a, a house party. I said, one guy, he was shot in the leg. I said, and uh, he walked in under his own power, and both his tibia and fibula were broken in that leg. I said, but one of them died. But I said it so offhand. You know, it's just like, well, one of them died, though. It doesn't even bother me anymore to say it. It's just a fact of the job now. And people need help with that sometimes, I think. I drink alcohol. Hmm. Hmm. 
But I, is there a stigma, do you think, with law enforcement officers and firefighters? Yeah. Really? Yes. See, I would feel completely comfortable with, like, a, a police officer or firefighter coming out and saying that they, you know, needed therapy and stuff like that. I mean, those guys see some heavy shit. I mean, some awful, awful stuff. Yeah. You can't expect the human mind to take but only so much before it starts giving out. Yeah, you're, you're, it, the stigma's there. I mean, unfortunately, you know I mean? it isn't. I mean, unfortunately, that's, it that's is. That's a fucking shame. Yeah. Oh, that's an absolute shame, dude. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's depressing in and of itself. And what does that say? I mean, because usually it's a lot of the alphas that go into those situations, that go into those jobs. Yes, it is. And what's it say that these alphas, these, you know, got to be the best chest pounder people, you know, that they're they're breaking under this pressure when if they got a little help, imagine how good they could be. Yeah. You know, but that's getting off of the Joker. But I couldn't believe how skinny he was. Really? Holy Jesus, dude. You can yeah, see like all of, all of his ribs and like his his clavicle and everything was sticking way up. Yeah, he, like he it, was. He had he looked really like they did a great job of with his wardrobe and stuff. Like especially when he was running with his file, he looked very gangly. Like his arms and his legs were just longer than they should have been. I you know I thought that was a cool trick because that's how he always seemed to be drawn. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Arms and legs a little disproportionately long. But that damn scene, uh, got with the the guy Randall who gave him the gun. Yes, turned on him, dude. That scene where he kills him, holy oh. shit! I was not expecting that. He flips. Like, yeah, was- that's when he flips because this is like right after he kills his mother, right? Yeah, yeah. Because at right. that point he's already just completely lost it because he found yeah. out the truth. Um, my mom died. I'm celebrating. I was like, holy shit, this is going to get gnarly. Like, this is about to get way out of control. Yeah, because, I mean, he'd been lied his whole life. You know, yeah. he, he thought that, you know, he had his condition with his Weber because, like, his fault. Turns out it's, his mom was psycho. And, you know, she had her own issues. And the fact yeah. that she chose bad men, you know, she didn't help him either. And he just got beat. Just. Because that's what the, the condition was or whatever. He it was just gets so much brain injury. It's just because of repeated brain injuries or head injuries is what caused that laughing disorder. And yeah. it's just so screwed up and everything. And Dude. That shit. But, man, and then he lets the, the oh, man, that, that was so awesome. When the, uh, the, the little person was in the apartment with him. And, dude, he's just chopping this guy's fucking neck up and, like, sticks it in his eyeball and shit falls down he's all bloody and the, and the poor little person's over in the corner crying and he and he's telling him no man you can leave you can leave and the dude goes to walk by him and he goes ah and reaches out like that i was like that was such an asshole move mm-hmm. i thought that was the biggest dick move i was like that's sick <laughs> like that's really sick whoever thought of that was like they got a they got a twist in their mind too because you know that poor little dude was already on edge and then he couldn't reach the damn chain to unlock it oh my god imagine having to turn around and ask the person you just watched slaughter somebody if they could get the chain lock off the door for you but then he does he says you were the only person who was ever nice to me and pats him on the back and the dude leaves the apartment 
that's so awesome. Like it shows he's not completely crazy. He's not completely mindless. You know, he does appreciate some things. Yeah. And, and but you know. I mean, the thing is, I mean, through the whole, you, you see his. I mean, even even I mean, granted, you're only seeing like maybe a couple what a couple weeks or a couple months during that movie of a time. I frame. would say I would say months. Yeah. So you're really seeing, you know, <laughs> he he's already had a shitty life. Yeah, it's a rapid decline. And then you just see from there, it just takes a real quick drop. And he snaps. He's a a normal person. Granted, he's got a disorder, but he's a normal person. He's just getting fucked over. No matter what he does, no matter how hard he tries, it's with a sign in the beginning. You know, the guy that gives the gun lies. He gets attacked. He has no chance to defend himself. He freaks out. Oh, shit. You know, and it just keeps uh, the girl, the the one black girl, the the girlfriend. She's gorgeous. Yes. She and actually I got kind of pissed off. I'm like, really? She'd go for him. Really? And so I'm (laughs) getting all judgy in my chair. (laughs) Like my tubby ass. Like, why would she go for him? Oh, it's bullshit. Yeah, but she was oh, she was gorgeous. Oh my god. Ugh. You there? Yeah. I I just I just thinking about wait, that scene. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, when he because when he walks oh, in, well, he's all fucked up. He walks in into her house. You know, where she doesn't even know he walks in. He sits on the couch. Yeah. And then you realize, oh shit! Because I was like, at first he's like, what what are you doing? She's like, uh. Aren't you that guy down the I'm like, why is she saying that? She's been dating him. And next thing you know, he starts playing through all that. And I was like, oh, shit. That's all mm-hmm. in his head. And he's yeah. just now realizing it. Man. Uh, and, well, like, and I was going to mention the scene. Like, it was right after he shot the three uh, Wall Street guys. When he goes up to her door and she answers it. And he's got all that bravado and confidence and kisses her. Yeah. I'm like, they really set that up well. Yeah, they did. Like, for for that to be you know all mental, I was like, damn, that's that's good. I mean, it's I can I can see why it made people nervous though. Yeah, I can. Yeah, because that's a call. I'm sorry that that movie is a call to revolution. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's. <laughs> I I tell you what, I did not expect him to blow the do, the uh, the dude away at that uh, on that that show. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see the it. Ending. Oh, I tried so hard to stay away from it, and I did. And when that happened, I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> he was so calm and cool with it. Yes, he was. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I remember as they were advertising this movie when they were billing it, like they kind of put out that De Niro would, would be a more significant role. He's really not that he- much. That much he's, of a significant role in it. He's not much of a significant role, but he does play in a key point. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but I was just like, I expected more of him in it, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I, don't I know actually didn't care. Because, I mean, his character really is... For me, it was just a... Uh, uh, it really didn't matter. They didn't even have to have him. Someone else could have played him, and I would have felt just for the same. Well, Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing friggin' job. Yes. I will say, like, I actually felt bad for this guy. <sighs> Excuse me. I actually felt bad for him. And, like, when he started getting his balls 
and doing stuff, even I found myself cheering a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did like, too. Yeah, man. Like when you ran into the into the train with the cops after him, and all the clowns were in there and shit. I was like, yeah, slick move, my man. That was a good. Like I found myself doing it, and I was. I had to even question myself, like, why are you cheering for this guy? Like, you know, he's psychotic. <laughs> but you can't help but do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 dude, I love the movie. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's sad and dark. Yes, it is, and it, it's slow, dark, and sad. It's, it's, it's. Yeah. But I like it because there's just so much little stuff that you just. You you pick up even during that you know it's it's it had my attention the entire time I I did not once you know veer off or think of nothing or whatever I was I was glued to it especially when he started freaking out I was just like oh hey hey I like this <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it, it it was an amazing and I'm sorry it could be its sta- its own standalone movie without. A comic book tie-in like honestly yeah that could have been its, its its whole own movie and i mean it does follow the killing joke yeah. more than other storylines which i mean is bleak yes. in and of itself so bleak yes you know it it fits in a lot like i said it fits in a lot with uh, the batman i don't know if it's the batman returns night or whatever whichever one with heath ledger it fits in with that there's it's several scenes night. and locations that are exactly in both movies same mm-hmm. thing with uh uh and the and there's people and different scenes that are both in that and the very first batman mm-hmm. wow did not know that. Really? You didn't notice huh? the hospital? No. You didn't. You didn't notice that when he gets in it, the hospital's in the background, and at one point he's walking. I think he's walking to it or from it. I can't remember. Yeah, he's walking towards it. Yes, and in the one with Heath Ledger, that's the same one he blows up, where he's walking in the nurse outfit and he's walking in the street. And Is it really? Yes, it's the exact. See, I thought same that was thing. supposed to be. I thought that was supposed to be Arkham. And the other hospital was just like I, th- I think it was like Gotham Mass General or something. No, it's it's, it's mental hospital, or I think it's mental. I think it's both. Fuck, I don't know. I know the same building. I know that. Um. Okay. Wait a minute. Did they change it? Okay, I need to look. I know the buildings. Is, I I know that. Yeah, I'm just, scene I'm just right saying. There. I thought he was going to Arkham to get his mother's records. But in that one, it, I thought it was like Gotham, like a like hospital. Mass General Hospital, you know, an actual hospital hospital, not a mental hospital. It, you know, that's it's possible. But I don't know. Like I'm saying, I don't know. But like, you're, the you're giving the fact to me, which I the thought was road the building. It's the exact same thing. I think they might have changed the name. I need to go look that up oh, now. Okay, okay that's, cool. that's interesting. Now I, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. Um, let's see, Joker movie. Hospital. I'm a. And that oh god, that scene where he was trying to get the file on his mother, and like the guy on the other side finally realized that the dude asking for the file was fucking nuts. Like you could see his (laughs) eyes too. Like he is inside the cage. He is safe. This guy is on the other side. His eyes are still going left to right real fast. Like he's looking for a way away from this. And he's a, on the other side. he's a big old boy. He's a big old boy. He's huge. 
And but he just said his cage so saw the fear in that man's eyes. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but man, I, I tell you, it's just in into the whole movie you see a steady progression of yeah. just start you see him just slowly starting to lose it more and more until just Bam. Oh, yeah. he, Once he, he re- slowly regresses to soon as, Yeah, as soon as he reads those records, that's it. That's what yeah. put him over the edge. And that, that reading those records and finally realizing what, you know, what other people were saying about his mom was true. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, this is a real, this is a, uh, I don't even know how to define this movie. Dude, I'm sorry. This a is psychological a psychological thriller. It's a, it's a psychological thriller is what it is. Kind of, yeah. But it's, it's... That, that part at the end where, like, they drag him out and have him on the hood like he's Jesus Christ. Yeah, yes. And I was like, oh my god! I was like, they went, they went all this way, and then uh, you know he wakes up because he's in this awful accident, and he like jumps up there and does a little move. Yeah. Uh, the, oh. the blood, the blood when he when he takes the blood on his mouth, and then he does the oh yeah, makes the he, smile. He makes the famous Joker, you know, a little <laughs> extra of his good. smile. Yes, that was. I don't know if that was planned or not, but that was awesome. That was that that, that right there. Just that was, awesome. that was the perfect ending right there. That was it was. But perfect. it wasn't the ending. I know because then you had that part where he's getting talked to by the psychologist again. And yeah. then he goes running up and down the hallway with his hands and feet covered in blood. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. I could I couldn't believe I'm like, dude, this guy is just slaughtering everybody now. Like it's a no holes bar, don't give a fuck fest going down right there. <laughs> He's just gonna smoke a cig and then slaughter your ass. Yeah. It was insane. Like, ugh. Let's see here. Okay, so I'm looking at pictures here of the movie. Um, wait a minute, is that okay? So I, I'm looking here. Is that the hospital? Is that the fuck? I can't see. I can't see it. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look a little later when I have time to go through all the pictures. And okay, it'll take me too damn long on my phone. But uh, that hospital, I, I you might be right. It might have been a uh, uh, mental hospital in the past and turned into like Gotham General or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean the building itself though, that's the same. The alleyway with the the, the alleyway <laughs> with the guy that kills his parents. Yeah. You know that alleyway. They did the same alleyway with uh, with uh, Michael Keaton in the very first one. And matter oh, okay. of fact, the bad guy there. Um, who does a little talk and he has the mask. He has yeah. a mask and takes off. Same thing is in there. And the necklace, and that's some people may not realize too, the necklace when the girl necklace that breaks. The breaks. Exact same thing that happens yeah. in the first one. They really did and took the time to put all these little details into this movie. I See, think but I'm surprised full. they didn't they didn't name the person whether because you know it's not Jack Napier, which is what they tried to do in the first one, so that had to be chill, right? What's that? That had to be Chill, the guy who in the first uh, Batman Begins. Isn't that his name, Chill? Oh, you mean Mr. Freeze or whatever? No, no, the guy who actually kills Bruce Wayne's parents in the Dark Knight series. 
it's not Jack Napier. It's not the guy who becomes the Joker in the first Batman, the 1989 Batman. Hey. It, I think it's Chill. I, I can't remember his first name. I don't know. I thought know. his last name was Chill. I don't know because I do know in the in the uh, the DC world or the comic book world that there's it depending on which time frame you want to go, it depends on whether he finds the guy or he thinks he finds the guy coming around. It's not the right person that kills him, or he does. It's it's, it's depending on what continuity of DC comic books you read. It, it it's majority of them is he never finds. And that's like, because uh, that's a big thing with Batman. Joe Chill. <laughs> Joe Chill, yes. Right, if I remember right, apparently Joe Chill, he thought was, and then comes to find out later, it wasn't him. I do remember reading about that once, that he thought it was and wasn't him. But which continuity of DC Comics, I don't know. And that's it, because there are so many, like, yeah. I think that's what people outside of comics don't understand, is they don't understand how many split-offs there are. We're like, yeah, you're talking Batman, but which Batman? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean? What, which run, what series? Because they've it, done that so much. I mean, it's unlike Marvel. Their their main Marvel universe since the 60s is 616. Now, granted, there's a bunch of alternate, you know, uh, continuities or realities or whatever in the Marvel universe, but the main one is always 616. But DC never did that. They just, like... They have a main one, and they completely just get rid of it and do a whole new one, and it's it's it makes it difficult to follow. I, th- I think Marvel does better with that, the continuity, because you at least know, hey, this is of the main line, not an alternate one. DC, they don't do that. So Yeah. DC's uh, all over the place. It's like a virgin that's finally on top of a naked woman. It don't know what to do. It's grabbing a booby. It's pulling an ear. Yeah, exactly. One foot's got a cramp. It doesn't know what's happening. And falling over, you know, that's then right. a dog starts attacking and the cat starts scratching. And and then you wonder why your boner gets even more intense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all so tragic. <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to look this up. Joe Chill. Hang on. Hang on. I'm just telling Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and it is like, I he is treated with a reverence at the end by the rioters and stuff. Yes. And I could see why, and that gives you the cult or, you know, the, his following, whatever, his gang that ends up constantly getting him out. But there's that scene, okay, that I, now I've heard this comparison made, the scene where Heath Ledger is hanging out of the cop car as he's driving away. And then there's a scene of Joaquin Phoenix in the cop car with the window up, and he's just kind of got his head against the window smiling. Yeah. Right? And people said that was kind of the homage. But I didn't – okay, as it, as he was doing that, what did you see happening like in the reflection of the windows? It looked like Gotham was on fire. Yeah, it was a huge and riot. What, it's what it was. Yeah. It was- but what I took away from that was he was getting pleasure in watching the world burn. That's brought up in the in the Dark Knight series. You know, yes. some men just want to watch the world burn, and that was Joker's whole thing. And he was actually getting to see it, so there was a sense of satisfaction. Like, and he was always trying to get back to that initial sense of satisfaction later on when Bruce Wayne and or Batman and him fought. Well, you also so have that, to look in the aspect that he always was. He always had attention on the negative side. He wanted yeah. to make something of himself. He wanted to be a Joker to where he would have the, the positive attention, hence laughter. You know, As a comedian, you're going to have laughter. You're going to have people that are going to be giving the attention in a positive way because laughter obviously is, is, is a plus or a positive if you take it that way. 
Um, and then, of course, you also look in the same aspect that he has that laughing disorder. So, I mean, it's in the way that I see this is what he truly wants is to be. Um, yes, he does. He, he wants people. He wants the world to burn for all the people that fucked up. But at the same time, he wants notoriety. He wants. Oh, power. yeah. He wants to be seen. He wants yes. fame. That That's a definite. I believe that. Yes. Like uh, um, above one of the most things is he wants he wants to be noticed. He want he wants that recognition that fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I agree with you there. I did find something in Joe Chill, um, but I think this is like in the very beginning, like the very very beginning of the Batman <coughs> comic book, where like nineteen thirty nine. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, he, he is the guy. He is, in yeah. 1939, that is Joe Chill, but yeah. in other versions later on, like the modern age version, it's, it's, I believe it's different. And then there's the, when DC did the whole new 52, that was just a flop, because... They I, and I hated it for the simple fact that they changed Lobo into like some young looking guy that 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 you can't do that to Lobo. I don't remember Lobo. You don't know who Lobo is? No, I, I like I remember the name because I even had the cards. Do you remember that? Now this is gonna like the geekdom. I used to have the like they were they made baseball style trading cards for comic book heroes. Yeah, and I, I and I, I remember I have some having still in Lobo. Kansas. Yeah, I, I remember really? having. Yeah, I remember having Lobo. Do you still I had have Lobo. It? I had Wolverine. No, I do not. Like, dude, oh. this is back when I had like a Ghost Rider number thirteen that my mom chucked out because I had it <laughs> underneath the coffee table because mm-hmm. I was kept rereading it and she was just like and threw it away one day when I was at school. Oh. Lost my shit. But uh, yeah, but I had a, I had a bunch of the trading cards. I loved those cards. Those were so cool because yeah, they I- gave you the vital stats. You know, it was neat. Yeah. You can uh, you can do that now with like uh oh she's going to her little hole behind one pillow and on top of the other. I'm talking to my dog. Sounds filthy. Yeah. Um. No. Um. <laughs> no. The uh, uh I had X Men was one that I really got into with the cards. I, I did X Men. I think I had a few DC. Con- I don't remember. But yeah. Um. There's a couple websites you can get all information nowadays. Just it's it's Wicca, Marvel, Wikipedia, or DC with yeah or something stupid like that. But yeah, I I'm telling you that this movie it was just there were so many little little things that pointed to other Batman movies, and it just even some things to comic books, and it was just they really did. I think they did a good effort in doing that. I think they really stuck with the you know. The, the the psychosis the the real psychosis of Joker you know mm-hmm. and, and and the beginning of it how he became how he is and you finally seeing it and uh, yeah and it's just in, in giving him a a, a story to kind of help you know a more in depth backstory to help understand why he is the way I think that was well done well done yeah and the fact I that agree. it was I mean and I for me I have no problem watching a movie that's like really dark and sad. I'm okay with that because it doesn't bother me, you know. Matter of fact, it I kind of felt excited. 
Dude, I can only watch movies like that. Like, that movie is going to be an every now and again movie. <laughs> like, when I'm at home and it's the middle of the afternoon and it's been raining all fucking day and I'm just, God, I'm already in that depressed state of mind. Like, I will be able to put that on. I cannot throw that on on a Saturday afternoon when, you know, I got Nina Simone in my head playing. I'm feeling good. I can't okay. like I can't get my I, I can't get my mind in that headspace. You know, well, I'm, I'm one of these Saturdays when I'm when I'm one of these Saturdays when I'm there. Or one of these days when I'm one of these Saturdays when I'm there and you're sitting down in that chair. I'm going to I'm going to take advantage because I'm bringing my webbing. I've got a hundred foot of uh, uh, two inch tubular webbing I'm bringing. So we go hiking, and uh, I'm just going to tie you to the chair, and I'm going to sit down, and we're going to watch uh, Joker together, and I'll feed you beer. I work Saturdays, and I'm nuts, but we can do it on a Tuesday or okay. Wednesday or All something right, like sure. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just keep watching. Close, keep your eyes open. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. See, keep your eyes open. got me in one of those clockwork orange freaking get-ups with my eyes pasted open, putting drops in them and shit. The Ludvigo was the Ludvigo treatment. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that movie again. It's been so long since I've seen that. I just watched it the other month, man, and I just... Uh... Oh, that reminds me, thinking of that. The soundtrack to that movie, Joker. Yes. Top friggin' notch. Okay, so... Absolutely. Let's see. And I, I went on to Spotify and I, I checked it out. And there's two. There's the official soundtrack, okay, uh-huh. and that one's good. And then there's like a, um, a playlist soundtrack with like other songs and stuff that you heard throughout that were not part of the soundtrack. Yeah. And if you go on to Spotify, and if you let's see, it's, I know it's on a playlist here because uh, I'm pretty sure I saved it. Apparently, I did not save it. Well, way what to the... go. Oh, okay. Um, the Joker soundtrack 2019 playlist. That's the one. Is That's the playlist, okay? And I'm going to follow it again. But um, I'm going to send you a screenshot so you'll you'll send, see this picture. Okay. And so you know what... You have uh, um, Spotify, right? No. You don't? I have Pandora. Okay, we'll get with the times. I did. Dude, blow me. I, you know what? I, I, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. People want to bash it. No. No. I like Pandora, and here's why: because it gives me such a good random selection. Like, especially if I'm going around and I'm cleaning, and I got my headphones in, and it's on just like a weird cycle. I, I've heard of bands and learned bands that I wouldn't have before. So does so does Spotify. But unlike you, I'm loyal. See, they had me. They took me there. Hey, I'm not just going to hey, trade it up for the years, new app okay? on the block, okay? okay? Oh, you know what? Some you know what? shiny new app taking her shit. No, like, it it no. doesn't stink. Hey, I just started last year, okay? <laughs> I just started last year. I became a Spotify fan last year because I had the plethora of podcasts and genres of music and just all kinds of stuff. For me, I think Spotify way better than Pandora. I mean, I, I, I listen, that. listen. I finally put away my flip phone. It's time for you to do the same. I do not have a flip phone, bitch. <laughs> I know. I kind of. I got. I got an iPhone three, fucker. What and what? Okay, I don't have ice. I don't. I don't do ice. Nope, I'm no. No, I don't have man. an iPhone three. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm an Android man. See, I used to have an Android, but I, I, my wife uses an iPhone, so it just makes it easier. Okay. All right. Well, hey, hey, let's let's take a quick uh, 
take a quick fiber. All right. Okay, it sounds fuck. good. Yep, be right back, people. Okay, that was a quick break. We're back. We got our. We are back. We are back. I got my nice tall glass of uh, clear liquid, and uh, you've got your tall glass a, of red liquid. I got a, I got a red wine here, a, a Pinot Noir. Ooh, 19 a Pinot Noir. 19, yeah. 2018, 19 crimes Pinot Noir. It's cool. They have criminals on their labels. Really? Yeah, people who are charged with uh, smuggling uh, what, booze. What what brand? Nineteen crimes. Nineteen crimes. Yeah. Okay, because I like Pinot Noirs. I like them. They're like kind of right there in the it's, middle. Dude, this has a nice fruity start to it, but a strong finish at the end that really stays on your tongue. It yes. sounds disgusting, like I'm advertising a porno, but it's not. I mean, pretty it's much. That's what. That's kind of what. <laughs> no, but seriously, dude. Like you know how when they say, "Does a wine have legs?" Like when you put it up on the side of the glass, does it leave that nice film? Yeah. This does. I mean, it's it's really good. But anyway, like I got my wine, I feel more chilled out, less tense. Less tense because we were talking about the Joker, which and that yeah. movie makes me damn tense, dude. It hit me like I was telling you that this movie hit me, especially the end when he makes his speech. It hit me on an emotional level. How I feel like the way society's going. It, it did. I, it, it was. If you, I, I was excited it, and terror. I, I was not terrified. I was excited and just and and. and Kind of well, perplexed, I guess you would be a good way to uh, excited and perplexed. If you could be both at the same time for just a split why, second. Why were you perplexed though? I was the speech, the the depth, the 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 the. There were so many emotions going on, man. <laughs> I could like, probably put more. I don't know, right? Except, so, except aroused. I, I wasn't that. That was. I, what made me like nervous about it was when he was going on about this, and it's exactly how me and you have talked, how the world is becoming, you know. And I was like, "Damn, somebody's saying this." And like the next thought in my head was, "Everyone is going to take this the wrong way." Yeah, yeah. Like I see why everybody took this the wrong way now. Well, because you remember too is is people were scared after that one Joker movie with Heath Ledger. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Which I mean. They're afraid there's a gunman, but you know it's it's it's. You're not gonna stop psychos. I yeah. hate to tell you. Yeah, it's true. You're not. I hate to. Why do you think people who still live in war torn countries go to the fucking market? Because they have to. You get on with fucking life. Yeah. Okay. There may be a bombing. Mm, Thirty, sixty chance. Or 3070, you know? I mean, those aren't the best odds. I don't want that when I'm going to Food Lion. Well, the quick way to... There's, the a, quick there's way to, a one in three chance to get bombed today. Well, <laughs> here's a quick way for this, okay? If if you see, you watch people around you, if you notice the people are leaving quickly out of an area, you know, if you're... Yeah, leave with them. Yeah, leave with them very quickly. <laughs> Try to beat them out of the area, <laughs> if all possible. I remember... Because that means we're going to go boom, <laughs> or there's going to be a lot of rounds coming. Or a combination. We were, yeah. we were getting our ESWAS sign off on the ship, and I was talking with one of the fire controlmen, and he's like, man, let me put it to you like this. If you see me, you run on me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's good to fucking know. <laughs> like, we work on the same level. There's some sirens and shit. I'm looking out a door. <laughs> Where's he going following him? Because he was talking about the torpedoes that can blow, like, the skin off a ship and shit, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I already have anxiety. 
didn't need to hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. That movie just, it hit hard. It hit hard, and I I can see why people took it or could have taken it a wrong way. I see, I do think I, I see what the director was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's not trying to glamorize this in any way. He's actually showing the sad decline. Yeah. You know, and people were, who want to say, like, oh, it's glamorization. It, I, we must have been seeing a different movie. Because mm, yes. I did not, I saw nothing glamorous in this. Yeah, there, there was nothing glamorous in it at all. No, it, it was pretty. It was, just, yeah, it was. It was and, he's just this side of homeless, you know, and. Is I like see I like movies like that I, I like movies that kick you and they just they kick you in the gut you know and and while you're on your knees trying to grasp get, you know gas for air you know pop to the chin or the nose or something like that is that one sure a, fucking a, did that boy yeah a, a movie that really hits you and just it brings out reality you know and yeah it's a fiction got it but reality as a society as how we are as a society and yeah that, that's it's a uh, it's, I mean, it's it's polarizing. It is. It I, is, man. I'm surprised this didn't catch more flack from like right wing, left wing. Like maybe maybe it did, and I just missed the the posts about it or whatever. But you know, I would see this as like Dems trying to be like, see, this is why we need more mental health facilities and more money into it. And I can see Republicans saying, see, this is why we need more guns in the home. And actually, uh, the only thing that I really saw that I paid attention to. Hold on. Excuse me. Oh, it was uh, it was more so the right about showing, and it was the people I saw on the right side, or you know, that pretty much you know mainly right side. They were saying how real and just dark and how raw it was. Okay, it was. It, it, was, just, was. it was raw, and how a lot of the people on the left were saying that uh, it was just it was horrible movie. It was just a complete waste. And no, it wasn't at all. That, that that's, that's what I saw briefly went after it came out, and I and uh, other than that, the only other thing I saw was it was people worried about you know people you know Copy shooting bullshit. Yeah, so yeah. that that was it. I, I really like I said I, I anything after that I either didn't pay attention or care or just well, see. I don't know. I, I will I will tell you honestly, this is a movie I have recommended to everybody that I recommend movies to. Mm-hmm. And I ha- I have honestly told them this is a fucking depressing movie, man. Like I'm like be ready to cry. Like I teared up a couple times. <laughs> I, I, I think there was te- one I was about to tear up on. I can't remember. I was Dude, I teared up a couple dang times in that. And I'm like this poor bastard. Yeah, that, like, I think the I girlfriend, just, the one with the girlfriend, that just like, I mean, and it's sad. It's so sad, man, that he dreamed all that up and he didn't realize it. And they played it so well, like you said. Oh shit! I was that, I mean. my, my heart sunk. My heart just kind of just went poo right in my belly. I was like, oh, that's oh. So he's probably got some sort of schizophrenia too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I mean, and what's weird is I just had a schizophrenic patient this last weekend, right? So yeah, schizophrenic um, people scare me. I mean, legit, he, they yeah. scare me. He had he has audio and uh, visual hallucinations. Like was talking to people in the room that were there, and I for Christmas I shared the picture with you. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a sweater that has a drunken goat on it, which is known as the Yule Goat. I think we've discussed this before, but the drunken goat on Christmas. And uh, 
uh, I, I walked into his room and it's got bells on it and everything. And I didn't realize the figure that I was striking at that moment. Like, here's a dude wearing a belled shirt that's got a drunken goat on it. And this guy's having auditory and visual hallucinations already. Mm. Yeah. So, so after I did my assessment, he was cool, though. We were good. But after I did my assessment, every time I went back in, I took my sweater off. But, I mean, there was a balloon in the room that was a smiley face balloon. He had a full-on argument with it to where he was getting out of bed to get, I mean, to, like, get in its face. Yeah. It was it was a crazy night. It was just crazy. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I would say I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly scared of people with schizophrenia, but I'm very, uh, they have the ability to surprise me quickly. It's and you can see the switch in the eyes. It's it's so strange when you're sitting there talking to them and you're like, okay, and you know they're dialed into you at that moment. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are good, you're communicating, and then like right when you see like they they're getting auditory hallucinations, like there's like a change in the eyes, man. The eyes just change. Mm-hmm. And you can say are, you're hearing something, aren't you? And a lot of them are, are you know, want to say no, no. But, like, you know, yeah, you're hearing something. What are you hearing? Because, trust me, you want to know what yeah. they're saying. Because if they're saying strangle the bald dude, <laughs> you're hoping you got more hair than the other person you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know that shit up front. What yeah, are they yeah. saying? <laughs> that's, why you always Look, have man, a, that's why I always have a toupee in your pocket, just in case. Just in case, bald dude. My ass. Look at that mullet. I'd have me a Joe Dirt mullet, dude, just on standby. He would, too. Oh, yeah, he would. <coughs> Oh, but you had mentioned when uh, when you come to visit yes. and uh, lashing me to a chair. So I had, you know, I planned on when you came here, we might do some hiking. Mm-hmm. Go, go on a few trails around, like, Raleigh and stuff. But, um... I thought about doing like a survival style show, like not like a showdown, but just like, like even video record you like, okay, this is how you start a fire with, you know, just a striking stick and some flint, you know, mm-hmm. and just do a couple videos and see if we could actually do it. Cause we talk about having to do this stuff, but like, you know, I've only done it a few times. I, I know I'm not that good at starting a fire, but doing little things like that, I think it'd be fun. Okay, you you, you you want us to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do. We we can throw it on our uh, on our Facebook page. How about that? Yeah, we'll show people how to make char cloth and shit like that. Well, now you're just getting all stupid. Why? That's awesome, and it's super easy. You need an Altoids tin and cotton and fire. <laughs> and the, and they're fantastic for starting fires. Well, you have mean, the- yeah, but that's that's cheating. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just another tool they can have. Whatever. No, we'll do it without though. We're gonna do it without. Okay. Okay. Oh no, we're gonna do it without. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have fun. Yes. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes. But that sounded okay, so, so wrong. <laughs> yes. yes we, oh, we are gonna <laughs> have fun. You dirty minx, you. Oh. But you had mentioned to watch the Joker, and I cannot tell you how happy I am. You mentioned that. 
fantastic movie. Like knocked it out of the park, dude. Yes. Now, now let's let's move on to this TV show, okay? The I TV show. yes, yeah. the TV show that I have talked about over and over and over again. I told you, you mentioned it twice. Let's not be over dramatic. Okay, twice. twice. Whatever. Twice. Um, twice. twice. I'm gonna claim insanity, but I watched it. I, I I have told you about it. Said how amazing it is. And finally, do you agree? <laughs> do you? Okay, so I so I am only on episode two, but it had me from the first episode. Not just the first episode, from the first two minutes in the first episode, this damn show had me. Prodigal Son, awesome. Absolutely fantastic show. It it wants to ride the line of like Dexter slash monk slash Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's this wonderful amalgamation, this, this 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 just complete intertwining of shows that are all good shows that make a good show. Like mm-hmm. Lucifer was a nice combination of the buddy cop, the friends kind of bromance, blah blah blah. That made a good show. This is like that, but with the psychological thriller shows, it's good. Yes. It's and I actually got frustrated when I couldn't watch an episode. I was having trouble finishing episode two, and this is awful. It's because my son was home, and I was like, he kept being like, "Dad, Dad." I'm like, "This is fucking what?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's. And here's the here's the only downside that I have is that the main character, um, the the son, that that whoever the act, actual actor is, he's not really that great of an actor. At least I don't. I am so happy you said that. He okay. is the only thing I find annoying on that show. Exactly. He's the only part of it I do not like. Like the dad, the guy, the, the guy who's the actual serial killer in uh, in the thing is the guy's dad, mm-hmm. and uh, he is one of the best characters on the show. I think. Oh yeah. He's got some of the best lines. You know, when he's like, he's like, you realize someone was murdered. And he's like, and that was a tragedy, too. Like, you can tell it's just <laughs> totally heartless motherfucker. And he gets even, he gets even better. He gets way uh-huh. better. Um, he's uh, a tremendous actor. I, I can't think of his name, but I love that dude. And let, folks, let me, let me kind of just throw this down. And I've probably done it before. I really don't care because my memory sucks. But so basically the main character what's his name again i've watched the whole series he's i don't know remember his name okay the young guy that can't act with his shit um he grew as he was like maybe a few years old comes to find out his dad's a serial killer seven eight turned his dad into the cops yeah turned his dad into the cops okay he's got a sister around the same age maybe a little younger i don't know yeah And, and you know so his dad is like this famous serial killer and i guess the family is or should i say his mom is was rich was already from a rich family or something they were an they were an affluent family yes yes so they've got money um he become as he gets older he has these issues psychological issues severe ptsd among other things and uh he becomes a a, a profiler for the fbi but he takes things a little too far he steps out of the bounds and he, he gets fired so he's back home with uh i guess the, the this one cop who the cop was brand new when he first was there to arrest his father and it's now like the chief not a chief of police but captain or whatever i don't know but 
So he's helping them on cases, and this is his sister's a reporter. His mom is some just like debutante, uh, whatever you want to call it. And it's just she's it's, not a debutante, dude. She's a, a socialite. Okay, yeah, socialite, whatever. Debutante would would imply she's a teenager, which would make him like weird. Yeah, that would, wouldn't it? <laughs> It's like three years old solving crimes. Oops. And then I shit my pants. Uh, solve the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had this like boss baby image in my head of the kid shitting his pants while like doing a Columbo solve the crime spiel. <laughs> my bad. So yeah. Oh. If you have a better way to explain it. <laughs> It's worth it. Just check it out. Google, okay? Google so it. Awesome. Look it up online. DuckDuckGo, being is it, it. Is that Lou Diamond Phillips who plays the detective? Yes. God, thought it was him. He looks good. He does. He's still looking good for his age. Lou, man, keep he's, it up. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's in shape. And I... And I, he's got that goatee, like style facial hair. He's got the gray in that man. He still, he still has it. He's had that go, goatee for a long time. Has he really? Yeah, in other movies he has and shows. I, I haven't seen him in anything. That's I'm sorry, Lou. I'm not knocking you, but I just haven't seen anything, buddy. I, when it comes to TV guy, when it comes to TV guys, and you know they had little movies a little bit back in the '90s. Yeah. He he can act. He's he's good. He's like a oh, he's a good actor. I mean, I, I'm not going to say he's an A lister, but I'd say he's a B lister. And he's but he's a consecutive. He's he's a, you can always expect good out of him. That's what I like, you you can always he, expect that he will do good. He does good drama. Yes, I think he kind of got screwed with the whole young gun shit. Like he got pigeonholed. I think. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, it with that garbage. Because I mean, really, he what did he have role. after that? The Indian role. Yeah, and I mean, what did he have after that? Nothing really, if I can remember. No. Nah. Well, what was that damn movie, Thunderheart, with Val Kilmer, where he goes on to Indian land? Like, I'm surprised Lou Diamond Phillips wasn't in that. Now, that's kind of being an asshole, but maybe Lou Diamond Phillips purposely didn't take specific Indian roles after Young Guns. Yeah. Like, he wanted to try and branch out and wouldn't do that. But I would expect him in that movie, and I don't remember him in that movie. Huh. I, I could, I'll look up real quick, but let's, let's see what he's been in. Yeah, God, Lou, what have you done, my friend? And he's, and I do. I think he's a tremendous actor. Everything I've I've ever seen him in, I've liked. Mm-hmm. I will say that. He was in one, wasn't it like um oh some shit like uh was it Meg Ryan was in it, Matt Damon. It's like some courage under fire or something like that. Man, that dude's been in so many freaking movies, just like is is just like just a random dude. It's it's uh um He's 57 years old, man. He's not that Holy much older shit. than us. Yeah. Film what do you mean? That's 17 years older than me, man. Shut the fuck up. What do you mean not much older? He, he ain't much older than us. That's an entire school career, K through 12. Whatever. Yes, it is. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and some college. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Okay, see here. Um, let's see, she, television and film. Yeah. Let's go. Where do you, where should I start? Where should I start off after Young Guns? Yeah, because I mean that's kind of where he got to start. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, no. He. Uh, um. Let's see. Nineteen eighty four. The movie Time Bomb. Never heard of it. 
84, the movie Interf- uh, Interface. Never heard of it. Yeah, he was a, a side role. 1985 in the movie Dallas. No, the TV show Dallas. He was a sidewalk thug. Ooh, you know, sidewalk thug. You don't remember Dallas, the TV show? Really? With I do. No, no, I totally, I totally JR remember Dallas. Ewing and, okay. I, I remember it coming on in the evenings and my mom being like, shut up. And then I'd hear the theme and I'd be like, yep, that's it. And then in my head, I'd be like, then it's like Magnum P.I. And then we got Jake and the Fat Man or freaking yeah. Hunter and Hunter. Yep, yep, yep. And then eventually we wander into Murder, She Wrote territory and I get to go to bed. Yep, yep. Uh, Columbo, too, right around the same time. Ah, but Columbo was never a nightly thing. It was never a show. It always put out um, it, 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 it was mini like, movies. They were mini movies. Every so often they put one out. Columbo, Columbo was never. No, it was a TV show. No, it was never really a consistent show like that, though. Really? Yeah, because they were hour-long specials. They were always they were always longer because of commercials. So Columbo was an actual like Saturday kind of serial. Maybe I have to look back on that. I, I just don't. No, check it. it. Huh. Because they're yeah they're like an they're like an hour and fifteen minutes a piece, and when you factored in the commercials back then, it was almost like a Saturday or weekend serial show. Well, let, let me get back to the uh, uh, the list here. Is uh, so you had the the movie Trespasses. Uh, really, did. He, he, okay. Here's one. His pretty much his first big starring one was uh, La Bamba, where he played Richie Valens. Boom! Yeah, I forgot about that one. That was his real big. That was his big one. Um, <clears throat> he played in a few other small things like the Miami Vice TV show, the movie Dakota. Well, Dakota, he played John Dakota. Never. Uh, heard so it. he had a good role there. Um, in 1988, he played he played uh, Stand and Deliver. And uh, of course, eighty-eight. Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did young, Damn. the first Young Guns. Yeah. Um, he uh, disorganized crime was one. Uh, Renegades, Renegades. You remember that? No. The movie Renegades. You don't? Nope. Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> well, you disappoint me. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> I don't. I've never seen it, dude. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I, I'll skip some of these. Uh, obviously, Young Guns two in nineteen ninety. A Show of Force. Um, let's see. The Dark Marine General Motors players there. Ambition. Sesame Street is a guest in 1991. You go, boy. That, I did not know that. Um, season 22, first episode. Wow. 22 seasons in 1991. Holy That's shit. awesome. <laughs> That's a, okay. Um, That's Sesame Street there for you, kid. He was in Extreme Justice. He played on an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there was Dangerous Touch. Wait, is that the one with... Uh, Never heard of it. Oh, God, what's her name? Um, there, you got me. There is a really saucy one. I, I don't... I just said saucy. Okay. Um, you know, there's a couple here I, I don't think I've actually heard before either. Courage Under Fire. Yep. yep. That's the one. That's the one I was talking about. Yep. Oh, my new, I knew it. It was there. It was in my noodle. In your noodle? Okay. Yep. It's in uh, the old noodle. Happily Ever After. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, Spin City. Apparently an episode on there. Good show. Uh, I never really got into that much. Oh, it was great. Michael J. Fox before the twitching? Yeah. He, he had twitching already at that point. It wasn't as twitchy as, as, as it is twitching now. Well, no. He, he actually would take his meds and film and get what he could. And you could see it towards the end. But he hadn't been diagnosed in the beginning of the series yet. Ah, uh, okay. 
Yeah. Um. Spin Spin City. What's next? Come come. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I got I got distracted. Jesus man. Oh. Stop looking at shiny things. Uh, yeah, this thing is shiny right here. Um, Jesus you were right. <laughs> um, let's see here. A class of his own, Broken Palace, The Adventures from the Book of Virtues, Bats, Picking Up the Pieces, Supernova, A Better Way to Die, Nightclub, Route 666, Hangman, Jesus. Wolf Lake, Night Visions, he was in two episodes of 24. Uh, oh, good job. Yeah, the Twilight Zone. The I, apparently this is the the new uh, uh, two, uh, this was in two thousand two. So I, I haven't seen yeah. the yeah. Uh, he was in uh, Malevolent. Malevolent. Yeah, male, male, Malevolent. Malevolent. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. You know, I hate that I haven't heard of any of these. It's really depressing, dude, because it sounds like he's been working steady and doing all right for himself. Yeah. And I haven't heard of any of this I mean, shit. I mean, this is only the beginning of the 2000s. And oh, I, let, I'm, oh, let me oh. just skip, like, every so many, and let me throw out, uh, he played Aquaman in the TV no, short. He... A TV short. It was, uh, or he played Tom Curry in a TV short called Aquaman. Yeah. I guess Tom Curry isn't whatever. Maybe like an uncle or uh, maybe like Uncle Eddie or something. I don't know. He did an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Hey, there we go. Damn. So that kind of sets him up for the uh, uh, that TV show. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lone Rider, the Beast, uh, Angel, and the Bad Man, Carney. Ooh, Carney. Uh, TV movie. Um, Stargate Universe, American Dad, Transparency, Chuck, Cougar Town. Transpa- Transparency was a movie, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, I'm thinking of Transcendence with Johnny Depp. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, was, <laughs> Shit. Uh, he had a mustache in this one that was not 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 so great. He uh, he kind of went downhill on the facial, uh, you know, the hair thing. Eh, bummer. Yeah, he he kind of lost it right there. And he actually had quite a list here. I mean, I'm. I'm telling you, it's an impressive filmography. He, he, I mean, they're not all huge roles, but I mean, he's uh, what he's is working his... steady. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Metal tornado. I need to look this up. <laughs> this like metal, like a metal D or T. T. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, and Wikipedia says this is a 2001 science fiction thriller television movie. Directed oh, by Gordon Yang and starring Lou Diamond Phillips, the film was generally poorly received. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> didn't see that coming, Lou. <laughs> Synopsis is kind of long. I'm not gonna read this, but you know what? I'm gonna find it. I am gonna watch it. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips, you're welcome. We are uh, bringing up your shitty movies. No, it's not, no, not your, no, not no, no, no. Not your fault, we Lou. Can't say they're all Lou? crappy because we haven't watched them all. Lou Diamond Phillips, a uh, handsome old gentleman. It is That's not right. your fault. Exactly. We in both an, in an amazing new show. Exactly. Biscuits and gravy adore you. Yep, that's right. A non, Fantastic actor. In a non-physical uh, type of way. And that was like, and this is no. If Lou Diamond Phillips, if you hear this, I'm going to be honest with you. You're the first person that ever actually made me want to try peyote. Because I remember that scene in Young Guns where you had that like skull face paint on, and you drank that tea and you went, <laughs> and everyone like freaked out around the fire. 
but you were like cool and calm and just kind of faced the four directions and you know you yeah decided yeah. to go west or oh like that's the that, first that, time i ever wanted to try peyote i was like that's some good shit like look at what it did to all them motherfuckers okay I like, this I, is the only dude who had his shit together now I, i'm gonna i'm gonna repeat this again folks so you understand this release date was in 2011 the movie is metal tornado m-e-t-a-l <laughs> tornado it Stop. was hey it had bad reviews but you know what the more let's get more people to watch it go on to netflix or amazon go go watch it you know what even if you don't want to watch it let it play because you know what this stuff gets tracked the number gets tracked make this movie that was probably poorly written and directed of course he did an awesome job acting, <laughs> but because you know Lou does. he acted, acted brilliantly, brilliantly okay exactly we haven't even seen it we know he's so th- this is this is our mission is to bring about the uh, uh, the watch the <laughs> the watch ridiculous. count of metal tornado up. That is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna get on Rotten Tomatoes and start giving opinions. <laughs> Dude, I will I will single handedly boost that bitch to sixty percent. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, um, that'd be awesome. So yeah, um, let, let's go back here. But, yeah, he's, he's, uh, that's a that's a fantastic show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how many shows you get that the main character has to? Uh, shackle himself in bed every night with restraints. Yeah, it, that's true. I, I Dude, I gotta, I gotta beg my wife to tie me up. Oh, here's something I just, I just learned. <laughs> that's the there's a music video um, by the artist Imagine Dragons, and the title is Radioactive. Uh-huh. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is in that, so I'm. Uh, I don't even really? know this song. That's a good song. I like it. it came out a long time ago. Really? Yeah, it's on my running list. Well, let's, let, let me let me hear it. Because I like I like the cadence of it. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you spell radioactive? Okay, there we go. Radio yeah. and then active. Shut How up. the fuck? You think? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here we go. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear. I know the song. I don't. I'm learning here. It's not bad. Not bad starting. I feel like I should be sniffing your neck right now. Oh, yes. I like this. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to watch a YouTube video to see what he does in it. Yeah, so... Hey, no, I, no, 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 no next stuff. That's, 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 that, that, that pace is really good for my running because that's when I stretch out my stride a little. That radioactive, radi. It's a nice slow kind of long pace, so I tend to stretch out my run there. Yeah. Let's see here. What is uh... like a loping gazelle, if you will. <laughs> so, oh man, I did. Okay, so I told you my wife got me a collection of hot sauces, right? Yeah. So she got me this one. It comes in a giant skull. And it's called Bone Rattler. Bone Rattler? Yes. So, when you come here, I am going to hold, get... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Start all that over. You just said it. Say okay, it clearly, so my, okay? My wife got me this hot sauce. Okay, so your Bone wife rattler. got you some sauce, and it's called what? Bone Rattler. Bone Rattler. Okay, now just say that part over again. It's called Bone Rattler. My wife, sauce, Bone Rattler. My wife got me some hot sauce. It's called Bone Rattler. Say it again. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, why? Because. 
Oh, fuck off. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so anyway, when you come here, I'm going to make up some hot wings in my air fryer with the bone rattler. And we're going to see how well you do it. Right, well, let, let's, I hope you have a lot of toilet paper because I'm uh... I do. I have plenty and a great septic system. Oh, really? Oh, yes, sir. Do you have one of those toilet bowls where the actual bowl is small, like a small little hole that, like, a little toddler can use, but you know, you're, they expect adults to use? Because I hate those. The hell are you talking okay, about? Okay, you remember when are I told... Are you crapping in people's <laughs> sinks and just confused? <laughs> you got one of them crap-ass toilets. It's got that little narrow hole. No. I can't even flush. I got to mash up my turd so it'd go down. It's disgusting. What's wrong with you, uh no no it's um <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so I I told you I went down when when I went down to Texas uh for Team Rubicon sent me down for some training right yeah and and on my way back I got stranded in Utah for a night yeah the hotel there had one of those like the toilet and it was bad enough that when you get into the bathroom the walls it was so like. I would sit down and my shoulders, and I'm not a big muscular guy, but I do have some shoulders that kind of, you know, they kind of stick out a bit. And they were right up against the walls on both sides. Not to mention the toilet paper roll was on the back wall underneath and to the right of the tank. So yeah. you had to kind of twist your body around just to get, and that's that's not even the worst part. And I, I, I did mention that, but I forgot to mention the bowl. The toilet bowl itself was actually smaller than your typical toilet bowl, okay? Like the part you sit your ass cheek down. Yeah. Yeah, it was considerably smaller than what you would typically use. No, ours are normal toilets. Well, th this, this hotel did not have them, okay? I'm trying to tell you, there are small bowls, toilet bowls. Yeah. And did you know they're... I'm they're not designed. a big... I am not a big butt guy, Okay. Well, you'll be fine here. Well, Do you know they're angling some public toilet seats downward now to actually make it more uncomfortable so you leave quicker? Really? Yeah. What, wait, so the what? what so you're afraid the water's so going to come out? The, the, the whole bowl is actually angled down, so you're not sitting just flat, just sitting down. You're kind of leaned forward, so you got to kind of brace back a little. Now, here's where my question came in, because this has happened to me before. Oh, really? When you got diarrhea in public, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, and uh -huh. you're running run into that bathroom mm -hmm. and you burst through that door what's the first thing you notice you're dripping damn sweat and you go and you get in there and man of course once you're in the stall that's when it kicks in the overdrive oh, like yeah. i yeah. am gonna yeah. shit myself right now so you bam get them drawers down and bam slam it down and get <laughs> just in time now with that angled toilet seat what if you go down too aggressively and the floor is just a little wet and you lose everything you end up shitting all oh, of your well. back right onto the floor well, okay slide well, oh well, man okay all right I, I can see that now here here's the other one it's because like you said uh -huh. the sweat factor okay this is a very very yeah, important the thing sweat factor. the sweat factor when it comes to toilets because yep. there are there are pl places and times where you're just sweating like crazy you just want to do even a normal business and yeah, you yeah. sit on and if it's angled and if you don't brace yourself in time, you will yeah. slip right off the toilet That's seat. what I'm saying. And That's can you imagine scary. your balls? Because I know you're in old public? like me, so your, ball, your balls hang down a ways. I would your never, I would never shit in public again. <laughs> well, hang on. Hang on. Your balls are hanging in that toilet like I know mine are because we're old and they yeah, hang low. That, yeah, and you slide do. forward and imagine them hitting that porcelain in the front. Oh. Before oh. they popped out. Oh. I want to watch myself now. Just oh. Like, oh. 
Dude, I literally want to bleach my nuts right now. I know. I do too. Just thinking about that because I was like, <laughs> oh, like it sent a tingle through me. <laughs> oh my god, it's horrible. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm not, see, you're not one of those shy people in a bathroom, are you? Oh, no. I hate those people who are trying not to be loud. Seriously, you, you think I'm shy? You have to ask me that? Do you well, really I, have to ask me that? Because I get a little weird in a bathroom. Like, usually I'll start out trying to be quiet. I'm like, okay, I'll just try to squeeze I this one I talk to people next in the next stall, not knowing who they are. They yeah, get, they're, they're the ones that are usually shy. This, I'm this not. This is why the cops follow you. <laughs> they like, do not follow a, me. because I Trust me, it's like. It's that creepy dude from the bathroom at the Cheesecake No, factory. but I, I did have a crackhead when I was in the Big Island that was following me while I was doing my searching. That was that was, that, that was kind of, uh, like, I had my machete with me. I was ready to go. And the dude was literally, like, within about uh, 20 or 30 feet behind me. Silver car, blackened windows, like, black, black. Like, they're legit illegal, darken that much. But, you know, there's, meth problem is so bad. This dude was right there. You know, we're trying to look for a missing boy. And, you know, there's the possibility this could be foul play. Yeah. And this guy is, yeah, that was, it was one of those oh shit moments. I was like, yeah. It, 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 it. So, yeah, okay. Uh, no, no cops do, but I, I do get crackheads and, and, and meth heads that tend to follow me. So, yeah, sorry. No cops follow me. So, <laughs> driving to work. <laughs> driving okay, to work. I, I went off of the, uh, yeah, go go ahead. What? Oh, you weren't done? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, I wasn't done. Oh, you were? You were so I was driving to work the other day, and I kept looking in my rear view, and I just kept thinking, those look like cop headlights. Don't know why I was thinking that. But I just kept thinking, looking in the rear view, those look like cop headlights. And the car in front of me was doing this constant speed up, slow down bullshit. So we'd get up to 75, and I'd be like, okay, we're cooking. And then they'd do a slow down to like 65. Mm. And then I'd be losing my shit because it was always right next to somebody that he slowed down. And then he'd speed up again. And I'm thinking, if that is a cop behind me, he's going to pull me the fuck over. Because he's going to think something's wrong with me. Yeah. So finally, I was like, there was a break. And I got to move to the right. And old boy, cop pulled in behind that dude. And suddenly that dude must... <laughs> must have realized who i thought the cop was too because he hit cruise control and that bitch was going 70 the whole way i was like what the fuck <laughs> like really you dick you almost got me a ticket <laughs> yeah I, I i've actually never had issue with cops following me nothing it's it's always the guys that i feel are gonna murder me are the ones that follow me because yeah. that, that, that's literally my luck, and that's how it's always been. You know, I I, I truly think that if I'm ever going to get murdered, no cops going to be within about a, a good mile from where I'm at. I'm, oh, I'm going to have to fight. That. I'm going to have to fight to my death. You know, so I mean, I'll, I'll have a cane, my, my Dude, walker. You are I'll... you are going to go so peacefully. It's going to be sad when your wife just smacks you upside the head with something fucking hard. You are just going to be sitting there staring at your computer. You're going to make a smart-ass comment. She's going to hit you in the head, and that's going to be it. That's going to be the last thing in your mind when you're staring at a computer screen and slumping the hell over, bleeding on the comforter. <laughs> Don't act like you're going to fight it out. You're going to go the same. I think my wife is going to poison me because I think I've pushed her that far. Like, I'm fairly certain I'm getting poisoned. I just don't know how or when. Yeah, I, I kind of have a feeling. I, I, no, you know what? No, I, I'm. When I die, I'm going to go out 
I'm going to go out in glory. That's that's how it's going to go. I already know. It's how it's going to go. You're going to be 94 and shit yourself in a wheelchair. Going down the highway. Not going down the highway. You're just going to be going to be one of them dudes, man. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm yep. not that's not how I'm going out. I'm telling you. If I'm if I'm about to die, I'm in a wheelchair and I shit myself, I'm going to strip naked and I'm just going to run for it until my heart just burst. Okay? Like I said, I, I'm going to go for it, you know? <laughs> the my yeah, last be, moments are going to be free and wild. I I've, I've said this like the last couple times people have talked to me they're like cuz we've had a lot of older patients lately like 86 to 90s. Yeah. And they're like, ah, Gary, can you imagine getting that old? And I said, honestly, I don't want to get that old. Because most people I see who get that old are miserable. And I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. You know, I, I just, I mean, some are doing very well. The majority are not. Yes. And I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want that life. I don't want to be taken care of like that. Like, dude, just let me put a V-twin, attach it to my, my hover around scooter and let me just do a, like a Thelma and Louise off the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that'd be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like imagine that <laughs> you go to the Grand Canyon to do that, and you pass those motherfuckers who are taking the donkey down. <laughs> you just go whizzing by, and you're like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> I am not condoning suicide. I'm just saying that would be an epic way to do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think every man, you know, wants to go out in a blaze of glory. I mean, I, I think so that's just we the, all want a glorious, yeah. Death, I, but the chances of it happening, dude, slim to I, Kim Young Un, <laughs> slim to none, slim to none, babe. That's funny. I just, you know, it's not that way anymore. You know, I, I always said, especially when I first got married and shit, you know, if a burglar breaks in and you, oh, if, if you're, if you're a guy and you didn't have this rule through your head, where like your wife's behind you and you're staving off the mass amounts of burglars streaming through your windows with AKs and you, you got like, you know, a kitchen knife. <laughs> I don't know who you are as a man because I've certainly thought about it but I also understand that probably what will happen is I'll get half woken up in my sleep and I'm buck naked and there's a guy with a gun and I just piss myself like I understand that's more of a possibility well, happening. I, I, you know I've I thought this through too and I actually strategically put certain weapons throughout the house especially for certain situations whether I'm in the bedroom I'm doing a podcast if I'm taking a dump in the bathroom if I'm sleeping because one the dog's going to help me with that and because of the location where I'm at I can actually I can let my wife get shot and killed while I just slide down between the wall and the bed grab my uh one of my one of my machetes and just start throwing the first one or two Here's while I'm charging though. with the third You have this all planned out who the fuck is coming after you bro no one no one just, is coming after I'm you. I'm just saying, I have to, you know. I know like, but I feel necessary to tell you that because I've thought of doing that. Like, I'm going to put this here and that there. And then I stopped and thought about it. And I'm like, I am not James fucking Bond. No one is coming after me. I am com- The likelihood of something happening is in the middle of the night, someone breaking in. Which in that case, usually I'm in bed. Usually I know exactly where it is. So I do not need to strategically plant the mallet behind the fridge just in case I happen to get back kicked and knocked down there and I can grab it swiftly. It's no fucking reason for it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, 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 you know, you never know. Plan, okay? 
you know, piss poor planning is not a, uh, that's not even the, how you say it. Okay, whatever. You know what? But you're over planning, bro. That's but over that's, planning. No, no, that's being prepared. That's being prepared. I have, a, I have a bug out bag. Okay. I have a bug out bag. How many? I do have a bug out bag. I have one bug out bag. Okay, for you. What about your family? Well, I have the things we need in there. Oh, oh just for all you guys. And you're going to carry all that. Three-day pack? <laughs> Three days? Yeah. Dude, that's, really? That's to get... That's the average that I averaged out to get to her father's walking from here. Okay. All right. Well, well, I... Okay. You need me to teach you? I, I'll teach you. You don't need to teach you, me I'll, I'll pass you. I will pass my wisdom on to you. Dude, there you are my YouTube best male friend. That, I will no. pass on my wisdom no. because no. I care about you and your family. Do, do me a favor. Yeah. Take all that wisdom, save that shit up. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I want you to tuck that real deep into your heart and hold it there tightly. Never let that go. No, of course, I will always listen to what you tell me because you know more than me in this. I you know? I mean, yeah, I, I have been called a little bit extreme on it, but then you yeah, are. I, I grew up in Kansas and you know in I, in the Midwest. We tornadoes, they were big but, you never knew where you'd end up. You could it, end up in fucking Oz or Exactly. <laughs> or, or fucking Alaska. I had this seven day bug out bag for Oz. <laughs> But I mean, in in this ice storms, fucking wind. You I mean you name it, all kinds of shit, floods, and it's we always were prepared. And this was long before people called it. Uh, what's the term they use now? Preppers. Well, that's prepping. That's prepping. Preppers. This was this just a normal emergency. Exactly. And, it was just living. And not only was it for that, but also because you know you and I were raised during the Cold War. So I mean, it's. Well, I saw the end of it. Yeah. Dude, you were raised there. You're, you're like what six months younger than I am. Come on, we you were raised. Yeah, you were raised in it. So shut, I was what, shut born your... in '79. When, when the wall go down, Mister Gorbachev. It worked like '90, '90, '91 or something. We were in high school already. At '91, I something like that. I think I was in high school. That or middle school at the youngest. But yeah, hang on, hang on. I'm Minutin Bitta. Since we're getting all fucking German here. Oh shit. Okay. You know what? Toss your talk. Once you take that wadded up, okay, lick it, put a little saliva, then reach down in your <laughs> pants and shove it right up there, okay? That's what okay, I like to, to do. To 1989, it came down in 89, so I was, I was 10 like years old. Or I was 10 years old. Yeah. But the Soviet Union fell in 91, I think. Wow, my, <laughs> now I'm the history guy here, and I can't fucking remember. <laughs> But I remember that. I do remember it being on the news. I also yeah, remember yes. uh, I remember coming home from school when the first Gulf War broke out and my mom was sitting in her bedroom crying and she goes, I can't believe we're at war again. Like it's because, you know, she hadn't seen war since really, you know, Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And it just blew her fucking mind that we were at war again. Like I remember. Yeah, I remember that bad. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you know, growing up with, you know, people preparing, and I, I knew people that had better stuff than we had, you know. And oh, yeah. I just, I took a lot. Like, some of my family members, you know, they would grow their own, they would grow vegetables or fruits out in the yard. They would grow everything they can. I mean, even making ice cream, like, from scratch, you know, with, uh, 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 what was like, milk, butter, ice, and, you know can't remember maybe like one or more ingredients or something but yeah you know you i never church. made my own milk bro you never <laughs> <laughs> you 
No, I stuck with the grocery store for that one. I did milk a good a good 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 goat. We went on a we went on a tour in Malaga, me and my buddy Bolty. We stayed up all night, got drunk, and decided, let's go on this bus tour that takes you up to these swimming falls. So we went up there, and they, they taught us how to use the slings. Uh-huh. They whip around and throw rocks, and that's how they herd goats. And we got to milk the goats and had goat fresh-made goat cheese. It was pretty fucking awesome. But we hung out with the drivers all day, and they had a bottle of whiskey. So that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> we, drank, we drank whiskey with the guys driving us everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh, let's see yeah we i i uh i i just i i look at the, you know i'm always changing my stuff you know it's just because i'm like okay and it sometimes it may get ridiculous it just depends on the person but you know i want to make sure if something happens to me i want to make sure that the family at least can be taken care of because oh, yeah. i mean if you look at it when it comes down to it one of you is going to have to go hunting that's right. And more than likely, it's going to be you. You know, just like for me, I know I'm the one that's going to be go hunting because I can't leave, you know, let the others go out because they'll probably get killed. You know, because if something happens, what's going to happen? You're going to have lawlessness. That's going to be one of the biggest threats you're going to have as people. So, I mean, it, it's. Well, that's, a, that's the thing. And that's where people, I think, are fucking mistaken here. When they think, oh my God, when it goes down, it's going to. Look, the grocery stores are going to be emptied within an hour hours mm-hmm. boom that's done there are no more supplies running nothing what you have is what you have you need to know that first of all mm-hmm. so if you haven't already started like rain collection rainwater collection or anything like that you don't already have a water filtration system where you can filter water backup generator because power is going to go out soon do you have a gas tank in the back that holds gas that you can have delivered so in case there's a shortage you actually have your own gas at home yeah you know all that stuff starts coming into play you know and then you have to start thinking about okay so you want to have light sources well how about this if you're going to have light sources that other people don't and your house gets noticed you know noticed how are you going to, yeah. to use those light sources? Well, you can't, you can't use a Jenny. Jennies are too loud. Exactly. That's another thing. You're going to attract everywhere. Exactly. You really have to think about these things, and you really have to plan for them. It. it is not the, – there is no easy way. And if The you, best thing to do would be to go dark for, like, three weeks inside the house. Like, I mean – Yeah. Really, you'd have to have an outside monitoring system so you can monitor people getting in. But as little noise as possible, as little movement as possible, make it seem deserted. You know what is... And then if somebody tries to get in, carve them the hell up. Uh, here's something to think about for de- uh, uh, defense, uh, defensive measures around your house. And this is one that people don't think about. And I honestly never thought about this until I saw this in Afghanistan. And I thought it was the most brilliant thing ever. Glass. How much glass is around your house? None. Seriously? In your house. Oh, you Dishes. mean like, oh, oh, yo, tons, tons, yeah. Tons, like cups, plates, even windows, you know, something that's breaking can sh- when it's broken is sharp. Yeah. You know what you could do? Have a nice stock of like uh, cement or something that you can easily mix up or some glue or something. You yeah. want to prevent people from trying to get in your house? Glue glass all over. If the shit's hitting yep. the fan, you don't need to worry about your house looking pretty no more. You can put a whole bunch of, you can put a glass just like around your fences. You don't, you worry about some climbing your fence, put some glass there. Dude, they did that on tops of walls in Spain 
to keep people from burglarizing it. Yeah. They would put broken glass on top. And I was like, see, the fucked up thing is in America that wouldn't work because someone would jump up there, grab a hold of it, slice their hands open and be like, oh, my God, why did you do that to me? And they'd win the lawsuit. Yeah. I said, but that is genius that, you know what? You ain't getting in here, dude. (laughs) If you are, you're paying for it for a little while. And here's another thing. I love firearms, okay? I love weapons. You know, that that was, in the Army, I was a Ford Observer. I, you know, I had I had a plethora of uh, arsenal at you my disposal. Yeah, huh? I said you observed forwardly. <laughs> <laughs> and I had an arsenal of, uh, of, you know, I had a plethora of arsenal at my disposal. But if, if, if something happens and shit hits the fan and you know no power is not going to come on for a long time, you know, having weapons is great. Having firearms, yes, that is great. But... When that when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Why do you think I'm such a blade man? Why do you think I have like thirty knives just in my bedroom alone? You know what I mean? Penis issue. All that too. You know, it is a small one, but hey. See, I, I don't now. I don't have as many as you, but my like my dad just gave me another knife, hmm. and I do love having them because I'm always sticking them. Like in, in my go bag, I have them spread out almost in every pocket. There's a knife. Here's another thing. So if you were to open anything, boom, there's something there that you can use. Um, and here's another thing is, you know, bats. Just oh, the, the I old, love a good now, bat. But here's the thing. Wooden, we'll get wooden bats, not the metal ones. Yeah, metal ones, you could probably do a little bit more damage. means you have to use a, bit, a little more force with the wooden one, vice a metal one. But you, you have to think of a couple different things. For one, if you're somewhere where you don't want to have metal on you, and also because it's shiny, but at the same time, you want to put a little more lethality on it. You can break a, a saw blade. You get some nails or something or some or whatever and just, you know, put that shit through here. You make your, your wooden bat that much more. And See, bats I'll be honest. Cheap. You know, you could have, a you know, you could have like four or five bats. You know, hey, that's great. If you need to use a weapon where you want to be stealthy and quiet, why not use that? Although being like so, Dale with having a uh, crossbow would be amazing. But, you know. So here's a here's the thing. I prefer a metal bat. I like uh, to use the size just up from T-ball bats because I can swing it easy with one hand. Okay. And it doesn't require like a full stroke to have a good blow because you catch someone across the beam with that. I'm sorry. You're going down no matter what. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's, Tom, it's... And, but it's the size too. Like, it's not a full size metal bat. I, I chose a small one to have as a backup anyway. It's just it's it's better more than a club, really. Yeah, but the you big, know, I don't I don't have it like a bat. And the big thing is is you know, and, and folks, if you if you see that we're maybe going a little too far in, basically what it is is redundancy and contingencies. I'm sure. Okay. You, plan on top of plan on top of plan on top of. You want to have a contingency if something fails. You want to have a contingency. You want to have a you know have another plan for it, and if you have you know and, and if you're gonna stick to a, a plan if have a plan that works, you know find a way to use that to something else. It's just okay. Contingencies so, or redundancy. It it. So I I think this should be like a show for us. A show, okay. Like literally, like when you can take it us through it, it'll be little five minute videos on certain. <laughs> In the house or better ways to do stuff that'll be awesome for us to put on our we, page dude. we we have a I think that'd be we awesome. have a youtube channel i mean we have a youtube uh our G, G, google account so yeah. we might awesome as well use it like, people know we like have, okay we haven't used it except for watching you know like pg-13 point i know <laughs> and music videos no because we're grown adults exactly 
<laughs> but I think that would be fun, dude. I think that would be super cool. Why not? Why not? What do you Don't think? All right, cool. Cool. I'll, we'll work on that. I'll get stuff together and everything. Okay. All right, folks. Um, we we are about at the ending of this. I have no clue what to call the uh, the topic. Let's just let's just say it's argu- um, uh, fantasizing over Lou Diamond Phillips and arguing, or arguing <laughs> and fantasizing. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll figure it out. Love you, Lou. That's, that's all. <laughs> we just love you, Lou. Love you, Lou. Come on our show. Come on our show. We just need Skype. That's all we need. And your, that's all we need, Lou. And your phone number. You and me in a bottle makes three, Lou. <laughs> okay, folks, uh, you've heard it. Um, be uh, do something good for somebody. Be humble. Don't be a douchebag. And uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and gravy in a bottle of three. That's make right. Three. Don't be a douchebag, brother. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye, nipples. Mm.